0: Ready. Um, what am I doing? I'm drinking whiskey, some Jim Beam, I think, I don't know. And we're going to talk about all sorts of fun, fun things. Let's start with NFL. So we talk about how the Packers clinched the division and are going to be the number one seed. It's going to be totally badass and Aaron Rodgers is going to repeat as MVP, then come back and win five Super Bowls for us because that's what's going to happen. Very excited about it. So stoked. Nothing else to talk about in the NFL. Washington got the shit kicked out of them. You know, Washington Redskins. That shitty team that beat Tom Brady. Let's not forget that. I'm talking about the clear-cut MVP. Because Tom Brady, I think, scored one touchdown against the Panthers. Jesus Christ, you suck. And even if he puts up big numbers the next two weeks, it's against the fucking Jets and the Panthers. So I don't want to hear... Any fucking MVV talk about that piece of shit. And you know he's going to throw at least one interception in those games. He's going to throw an interception to one of those shitty fucking teams. Because he's a shitty fucking guy. Who can't protect the football. <sighs> Getting that out of the way. Um, NFL's been pretty quiet. There's not a lot of exciting stuff. I mean their COVID rules are completely ridiculous now. They don't know what they are anymore. They're Everyone's safe. No one's safe. I don't know. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers has to go on fucking Pat McAfee to be the only person who makes any sense. If if everyone can spread the disease, why does it matter if you're vaccinated or not? If you're asymptomatic, you should play. There is no difference. Everyone can spread it. Most of the people have spread it or caught it from vaccinated people. So why should it matter? If you're asymptomatic... Let them play. If you feel okay playing, let them play. Juniors just canceled their hockey uh, world championship. uh, Which, that's insane. Because of fucking sniffles. You know, these kids that stab each other with ice skates aren't going to be able to fucking play for their country. That's pretty gay. Uh, la, 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 la. So the CDC changed their guidelines. A week after the NFL. Oh my god how insane blue it was my mind that public opinion turned and then the cdc said fuck it we'll jump on board we can't change it we can't turn against them we have to look like the good guys uh so yeah cdc came out and said you could work 5 days after your positive test even if you're still positive so if you have covid Shin your brains out as long as you and sniffling and sneezing on people as long as you can pretend like you're not doing it that bad, you could go back to work. That's it. They don't care how many people you give it to anymore. You're good to go. Why? Because they lost public opinion. Why? Because too many people died under Biden. You've got like 40,000 people more have died, and he still has a fucking month to go to get to a year. So that's not good. 40,000, just so you know, is about 10%. So he's at 110% of what uh, Trump had. 10%, you know, the difference between an A and a B. So he's at a B if Trump was an A. Which, according to Democrats, Trump was an F. So he's at a super F. Um, Let's see. But yeah, that's super frustrating. Because we... You know, me not allowed to work the work I want to do or do the jobs I want to do. Uh, Even though, before the vaccine, as long as you tested negative, you could work on set. Now, I can't work on set at all. But someone could test positive and still work on set. They can walk in, oh, I'm positive. Well, I was also positive five days ago. Get out of my way, please. I have some acting to do. Whereas I have to go fuck myself in the ass because I don't want the vaccine and I think one of the funny things people say is like ugh it's just like any other vaccine it's like them all it's like polio what you don't like you like polio you want polio back it's just like them we make our kids get the polio shot well first off the polio shot wasn't dangerous to them definitely not as dangerous as fucking polio that made you Captain Cripple with one leg the size of fucking toddlers and the other leg the size of full grown man that's kind of weird yeah, I'd risk a vaccine for that. I don't I don't wanna look like that. I don't wanna be fucked up. I'm too goddamn athletic. Um But they usually say it for the like getting kids vaccinated, which why? Kids aren't spreading the disease, they're not catching the disease. Fuck it. Who cares? Uh oh another thing, I guess this means that asymptomatic spread some bullshit. If the CDC says you could be asymptomatic and go around all people, then what the fuck were we worried about? Why did we six feet distant? Why did we wear masks? You know, the thing I've been talking about since the beginning that asymptomatic spread's fucking stupid. It's a made up fucking monster. It's the fucking Yeti of COVID 19. And they shoved it down our throats. And now they're saying, oh, it's, it's, we're done with it. We're done with asymptomatic spread. Why is everyone getting so angry? Because you're not apologizing. And you're not taking back all the horrible things you did. You got me kicked out of a fucking city. You made me lose my career over asymptomatic spread. Because everyone had to be afraid, even if they weren't sick. You fucking idiots. That was the whole core of the problem, was everyone could give it to everyone without knowing it. If you took asymptomatic spread out away, all the fear is gone. Because you can tell while talking to someone if they're sick. You could tell if their nose is running, if they sound groggy, if their fucking throat hurts. They lost their voice. I just had the flu. Everyone was telling me how weird my voice sounded. It's easy. You can tell. Very quickly. But that was the whole boogeyman of this thing. was asymptomatic spread. You could give it a grandma without even knowing it. And now it's bullshit. So all these people who had to die alone in hospitals, who had to fucking not see their kids on holidays, not see their grandkids on holidays, lose their careers, lose where they live, for nothing that's what the cdc came out and said was it was all for nothing you're wearing a mask for nothing you're doing it all for nothing people didn't take the message that way because people are fucking retarded but that's what they're saying if you're safe to go back to work asymptomatic positive that means asymptomatic spread is horse shit Ugh. i've been saying it's horse shit since the beginning that's part of why i didn't get vaccinated but yeah, all this, it's the same as other vaccines. Alright, well, show me the actors that were kicked off of TV shows and movies for, uh, for not getting the smallpox vaccine. Was Charlie Chaplin quietly shoved off set? Huh? Was he not making sound as they threw him off the stage because he didn't get a smallpox vaccine? I don't remember it. I don't remember. I've looked it up. I couldn't find anyone who was kicked off out of film or out of any other industry for not getting the smallpox vaccine. How about the polio vaccine? A lot of people lose their jobs. Couldn't live in cities they wanted to because they got the polio vaccine. What about people who've had the disease and got over it? Were little kids with a wonky leg kicked out of restaurants because they refused to get the vaccine after they got the disease, which made them immune to it? I don't remember that. I don't remember Tiny Tim being shooed away from fucking Burger King because he refused to get a vaccine after having the disease. I mean, call me crazy. You, get, you guys want to tell me it's like any other vaccine, so I should get vaccinated. You should be telling that to businesses. You should be telling that to industries. You should be telling that to governments. Treat it like any other vaccine. Don't give a fuck if people get vaccinated. That's how we treated every other one. Yeah, we started saying in school, you should have smallpox and polio vaccines to keep it eradicated. After 60 years of having the vaccine, after 60 years and worldwide testing. Billions of people having the vaccine. So we knew all the side effects and how to treat them. You know, now we're doctors and pharmacists are losing a uh, medical license for trying to treat COVID-19 with anything besides the vaccine. Not allowed. You can't use ivermectin. You can't use monoclonal antibodies. You can't use it. No. You can lose your job in certain places for using these things. On unvaccinated people. It's fucking nuts. Fucking nuts. So next time people tell you it's like any other vaccine. It's like, yeah, don't tell me. Tell these people who are acting crazy. Tell these businesses and governments and all these faces. They're acting like nutsoes. Not me. Alright, what else? Uh, I saw Don't Look Up, Fucking Adam McKay movie. It's fine. It's not great. There are moments of genius in it. Um, I think the funniest thing is everyone's reaction is like, see, global warming. This is how we're behaving. We have to be better. We we have to do something. No one's doing anything. Let me tell you that right now. No, no one. You think you're doing a lot for global warming? I bet you're not. I bet your CO2 emissions are 98% of what everyone else's is. 90% of what everyone else's is, which is nowhere near enough, according to your science, you fuckheads. Nowhere near. Not even close. Right? It's your science. You tell me. Oh, you got down to 70% of the CO2, your carbon footprint's 70% of what a normal person says? Good for you. That's not enough. So you tell me. You tell me it's not enough. Okay, how about blue states? Blue states have to be doing so much better. 46% carbon emissions in blue states compared to red states. 46. Huh, 8% difference. It's not huge. It's less than Biden versus Trump with the COVID deaths. 8%, that's it. For all the money they get. All the political leeway. All the votes they get by posturing. We're the party that cares about... Global warming and climate change. How much fucking money has Ocasio-Cortez made doing speeches about climate change and her states are doing 8% better? Which is really 4% because if they, red states did 4% better, cut 4%, then they'd be equal, so... Depends how you want to do the statistics. I'll say 8% make the red states look as bad as I possibly could. That's worse I could do is say they're 8% worse. Millions. These people have made millions. These governors and senators and politicians have made millions uh, going around bitching about climate change. Stealing money. That could help. And the funniest part is they take my approach. So the whole the whole story is two scientists saw a comet. It's gonna destroy the Earth. What are we gonna do about it? And a lot of people. So it's basically the government says they don't want to do anything about it. Um, yeah, we're not gonna do anything about it until it becomes popular. Then they say, okay, we're gonna do something about it. So it shows that you can't trust the government. So if they one way or the other on climate change, they're gonna do whatever's popular. So don't trust them. Don't trust their messaging. Don't trust any of their bullshit. Democrat, Republican. If they're talking about climate change or COVID, doesn't matter. They're going to do what's popular to get votes. That was the message. So, oh, but you want me to listen to them? They're the experts? Fuck you. The scientists. The one was a student, so she doesn't really count. And her reaction to being shut down was to go fuck a stoner skateboard kid. So, got to trust her. She makes great decisions. And the other one gave up on his beliefs to become famous and fu- get some pussy. So, yeah, trust the science. Oh no, no, the scientists will do anything for pussy and money and fame. So, so that was the message there. Not, not, not what everyone's putting online, which was the message is trust the science. No, the message is they'll do anything for pussy, money, and fame, like anyone else. That's what Dr. Fauci's doing right now. That's why we don't believe him. All right, how about the media? No, nope, media wants to sell fucking movie tickets that's all they care about so don't trust them so who wh- what's the what's the message is the message really a uh, climate change is going to kill us it's just like the comet or is the message you can't really trust anyone on anything and even when you see the comet coming you still can't trust it so anyways They send up a ship to go destroy the comet. And then Apple basically says, no, no, no. We want to bring the comet down and use its natural resources. I guess this is supposed to be like a metaphor for gasoline. Um, Which, fine. But they didn't use the solution of everyone has to lower their carbon footprint. They used the solution of only the government can fix this by using a nuke to blow up the comet. So then why does it matter what I do with climate change? This is, a, at best, a poor metaphor. I think not the point of the movie. I think what McKay did was so funny is he tricked Meryl Streep and Leonardo DiCaprio to come in and do a movie making fun of climate change psychopaths. I think that's what the movie was because at that end, the only options they had was to use big governments to fight each other to get rid of the comet. And that's the only option with climate change. If you 100% believe, you have to believe we need to go to war with India, China, Russia, all these countries that refuse to change. If you think climate change is going to end the earth like a giant fucking comet, then you have to go to fucking war with all these countries. If you're very serious about it. Um, so yeah, so I got to chuckle out of the fact that these guys were in a movie ripping on everything they believe. Ripping on a female president saying it's the stupidest idea ever. She won't handle the job. Ripping on climate change experts. Ripping on actors acting like climate change experts. I wholeheartedly applauded it. I do not think the movie was to show us to be afraid of climate change. I don't think that was the point. I think that's how they marketed it. And that was poor marketing that didn't understand the true story. I think Adam McKay's a genius. Who pulled the trick on famous actors and all the liberals who watched the movie and said, see, you guys are fucking idiots. You're the dummies. That being said, wasn't as funny as it should have been. Should have been a much funnier movie. Should have been much better. Um, and the another moment of genius is at the end. All the scientists are having dinner as the comets coming hit. And they've like decided to just pretend like nothing's weird going on and just have like a good last meal. So even they are ignoring the fact that the comet's coming. So even they understand to ignore it. They're like, how can you people ignore it? This is insane. And then as their table's shaking and everything, they just try to keep talking about apple pie and coffee. Like the comet hasn't just hit the earth and they're they're all about to die in seconds. So even they are climate change slash comet deniers at the end of the movie, which I thought was genius. Was everyone wants to be this activist warrior until it comes down to actually doing something big or having a sacrifice or having to acknowledge what's going on and then everyone, even the top scientists who found the comet first can deny the fact that it's fucking there. Um, So I thought that was genius. So kudos to you, Adam McKay, pulling the biggest prank that probably cost Netflix millions. The movie overall was okay. Go back to making true stories like Big Short or Vice. Those were very good. Or Anchorman movies. I, I enjoy those. And Talladega Knights. Alright. Let's end with footy footy football. Uh, college football going on. We kind of touched on this. They have no direction. We do not know what college, what the AP, what the CFP wants from our young players, from our teams, what qualifies them to be ranked. Now, I'm of the mind, if players take off for the draft, if coaches leave, it doesn't matter. It's what you earn during the season. That being said, holy shit did a lot of players and coaches take off this year. And going on right now, Pittsburgh is beating Michigan with their third-string quarterback because their first-string went not play. The second-string got hurt. First off, the announcers were like, See, the second-string got hurt. Thank God the first-string took off. He could have a dislocated shoulder. Oh, oh, no. That would cost him millions. Shut up. You guys are so fucking selfish and look at it so one-sided. Yes, it'll cost him millions. Yes, on his side, it's the smart thing to do. But, have you had your eyes closed your whole fucking life? You, d- you think this is gonna go on with no pushback? It was a very rare thing. Every once in a while, a player would take off. Especially if they were in a bowl game that didn't fucking matter. It wasn't like the playoff teams or the CFP Championship guys were taking off. It was a rare, rare thing. You don't see in March Madness, the last day of the tournament... When the final two teams, you don't see someone take off saying, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to be drafted high in the NBA. I'm not going to play these games. You don't see Zion saying, ah, they don't need me. Second half of this game, I'm out. I'm out. It's too risky. Could cost me a million bucks. But in the football, now it's a trend. Now it's players who think they're going to enter the transfer portal. They take off. Well, but you're not going to the draft next year. Yeah, no, but I, I want to be the quarterback at Oklahoma instead of here, so... I think that'll lead to me having a higher draft pick. So I'm not going to play this game. That doesn't matter. And I'm not going to be here next year. So fuck off. That's what you're seeing. You're seeing coaches leave all over the place. And again, I think you should be what you earned during the season. But if that's the metric you go on, sorry, Georgia, you're out. We don't want to see a rematch. This happened to Notre Dame during the Bush push year. We got ranked third or fourth. After a very close game with a controversial ending where USC cheated by Reggie Bush pushing the quarterback into the end zone. Or no, the quarterback pushed Reggie Bush in the end zone? One or the other. Matt lineard I think, was the quarterback. Fucking cheater. Uh, and then they didn't have them play Notre Dame. Now, yes, Notre Dame went on to get kicked, the shit kicked out of them by Ohio State. Don't give a fuck. Um, I would have liked to see Notre Dame versus USC rematch in the national championship game. I think other people would have too. I think it would have been a very enjoyable game. Especially with all the back, backstory going on. But they got rid of that. Uh, they used to say, oh, we can't have a rematch. That's too much. Now it's, oh, Georgia and Alabama just played. We'll have a rematch next month. Just you wait. Just you wait. We'll show you that same exact game again, fuckers. No, if you don't win your championship, or if you're independent and don't have a championship, that's fine. I get it. You don't need to have a championship. But if you go to your championship and you fucking lose, you cannot go to the playoffs. You have to be the champion of your division. Division? Is that what it is? I don't know. Big Ten. Whatever. You can't not be the championship. You can't lose that game. Sorry. you get Your school gets tons of money to be the champions. You win that game. Your school gets more money. They get Extra money from the TV of you playing that game. All this extra stuff. So, Notre Dame doesn't get all that extra stuff. They don't get that extra spotlight. They don't get to go up against Alabama in a national championship game that then puts them in the CFP. No, no, no. They don't get that extra spotlight. They're sitting on the bench that extra week. So, sorry. They lose the money. They lose the spotlight. You guys have to take a little risk. It's not all reward. Which it was this year. Oh, Georgia... Alabama, doesn't matter if Georgia loses. They're in either way. Who cares? No. I don't want to see that game again. I just saw it. It's boring to me. Boring, boring, boring. I don't care. Do not care. It ruins the whole point of the CFP, which is to get diverse groups playing each other that don't usually play. And we've already talked about the weather thing and how it's retarded that it's all in nice weather areas. So Alabama and Georgia already get a... Unfair advantage going in these games. Because unlike Michigan, they don't have to know how to play in the cold. Unlike Cincinnati, they don't have to know how to play in the cold. The coaches, oh, game planning so hard. We have to know all these different plans. No, you don't. You only have to plan for heat. Hot, nice games. That's all you have to plan for. No rain. No snow. None of that. Which, again, we just saw Bill's Patriots. Big difference. Big difference than the snow game in Buffalo. When it was decent weather in New England. And you can throw the ball. A little bit different in the outcome. Yeah. New England didn't run it all but three plays. Yeah. Lost the game. Okay. So there's a difference. No one's going to convince me otherwise that a snow game. The Packers game this weekend, they're celebrating that it might be zero degrees. Why? Oh, that's an advantage for them. Hmm. So there is. There is some... Difference there. Mm, that's interesting. Wish I would have thought to bring that up. Almost unendingly. In an annoying amount of time. But hey. That's just me. Um. So yeah. So now they get the advantage. Extra money for the championship. Extra spotlight. Bring in more recruits. All that bullshit. Advantage of weather. You don't get two teams. Sorry. You didn't win the championship. watching at home. Go do a different bowl. Enjoy that. We're not giving the SEC extra spotlight twice. That's fucking stupid. Who is ever going to beat the SEC? Well, no one. Because they get to go to their championship game and then have two teams in the CFP. Fucking morons. Now, you could go the opposite. You could go against my wishes. Which I'm fine with. But you have to make it clear. That you're going with who you think the best games will be. Then, who cares? Who cares? All year, their rankings don't matter. All that matters is, at the end of the year, who looks good enough to have interesting games against each other. So, Cincinnati, sorry, you're never getting in. No one gives a fuck. No one's going to find you interesting. Alabama, sorry, you're out too. Why? You have two players out. Two big-time players are out. You're out. Sorry, guys. Oh, you did so much. No, I'm going to go with Michigan who has all their players playing in the game, over you. That's the number one. I might go Michigan State, even though I know they got a big guy out. They looked interesting. There are a lot of teams I'm picking. Oklahoma State, you're in. Yeah, I know you had that one loss early, and now you're going to play Notre Dame. No, you're in. You got all your guys staying. Notre Dame, you're in. All your guys are staying. You looked good enough. Yeah, Notre Dame, you lost your coach, but I don't know. That team, every player's back? Whereas Georgia and Alabama have a bunch of players leaving? Yeah. Huh. That's that's what I'm going to do for the interesting games, interesting matchups. I'd probably put Ohio State in if everyone's coming back. You can't have these teams with coordinators missing, coaches missing, and players three-four star players missing. No. You're out of the CFP. But that, that's not how they're doing it either. So they're not going on what you earned during the season. They're not going on that. So where are they going on? The games they think will make them the most money. Games they're paid off to make, and it's all fucking bullshit. Drives me up a wall. But these guys are still in it for just making money. That's why they tried so hard to push Ohio State in, and they just couldn't pull it off. So now they got four games they can't market. Because no one cares about Cincinnati, few people care about Michigan, and no one wants to see, outside of the SEC, no one gives a fuck about seeing Georgia-Alabama again. Alabama's already made the whole fucking thing annoying, winning all the time. it. Sometimes it's fun. Golden State Warriors going on that run was fun, and I hate people from San Francisco. I have friends from San Francisco, I've been up there a bunch, it fucking sucks. I hate seeing joy in their eyes. Anytime the 49ers or Giants get fucking murdered, I giggle to myself because I hate those people. But that was a fun team to watch. It was a fun franchise to watch kick ass. The Blackhawks. Huge Blackhawks fan. Biased. Got it. Enjoyed watching them become a franchise of superstars. Sometimes it's fun. Alabama's not fun. Especially when the SEC gets unfair treatment on top of it. That's it. That's all I want. I want a fun game that's good to watch. If they're gonna sit all their fucking starters, that are going to the draft. That ain't good. Oh, they might miss millions. Well, let's look on the other side. Why? Why would you draft some of these guys? The pit quarterback sitting out for a higher draft pick. How? How many of these rookie quarterbacks work out? Maybe one a year. Was Was the pick guy gonna be the number one? He's definitely going to work out. I could see every quarterback picked in this draft not working. Not starting after a year. Not starting after two years. Let's, let's put a number. Five years, none of them starters from this draft. Not not out of the realm of possibility. Doesn't blow my mind at all. Yeah, we've had drafts where Phillip Rivers and Big Ben and Drew Brees were all in the same class. Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers. This draft class, you're sitting out? No. Because, A, I don't see the skill. All these players don't have the skill that I'm saying, oh, they're a definite 100% going to work in the NFL. We have number one overall picks that are busts all the time. And these guys aren't them. So what What am I picking you for? I'm picking you for heart. I'm picking you for intelligence. I'm saying, you know what, Pitt. I think you as a quarterback have the heart to go in and play this game. One more game and not give up on your team. Now you're showing me you're giving them up. Well, I might make millions more. I'm not picking you if you don't play in that game. That's what the NFL has to come out and say. We're not picking you guys. You seem like babies. I'd rather get a lineman. At least I can morph a lineman. He's just got to be a big fat dude. I can help. Teach him and protect the quarterback. It's hard to develop a quarterback in the NFL. They either got it or they don't. And these guys are showing they don't have heart. They put the pocketbook over them. What if they give up on plays like that? Heineke's playing in the NFL right now because he put his body on the line to get a touchdown. These guys, they give up on that. In the second half of a game, well, you know, we're down by 14. If I get injured... I can't play in all these games. Maybe I'll just take off the second half of this game. It's a, our, the analytics are showing me that there's a seventy-eight percent chance we lose, so that's not worth it to me. It's not—is that bad logic? It's the same logic. This game doesn't mean much anymore. Uh, there's an eighty ch- percent. I checked on my ESPN app. Eighty percent chance we lose. I'm sitting out the rest of the game. Sorry. It could cost me millions down the road. Could cost me millions, so I'm sitting out. We lost taking the L, I'm kneeling out, or you're putting in a backup. That's what you want to see. That's the NFL's pushback. That has to be, is we want to see you in these games. We want to see you have heart. We want to see that you have no quit. We want to see that you could take orders and do what's better for the greater group, and not you. It's not all about you and your money. It's also about us hiring you. And you think you're going to be a top pick? you might drop down to third round, fourth round, because of this horseshit you're pulling. How's that for it? How's that for giving up on your team for a game? Fucking losers. Alright, well that's the show for today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, I'm going to go watch the new South Park. Hope it's fun. See you guys next time.